What's up, Miami? This is Drain Mom, and you are on 305 Radio, a Miami podcast. And what's good, everybody? My name is Struck. Welcome to 305 Radio. And in this episode, we're not talking about artists only. I know we've had a couple artists already on the show, but today we have producer, writer, what other beatsmith, audio engineer, audio engineer, mo- million million stream <laughs> artist <laughs> on Spotify. Top what, five, top five, top five, and God knows what else. Topper of the charts. Yeah, yeah. Brandon of Mammy Beat Wave. Yes, thank you guys for having me. What's good? You guys are family, so you already know. (laughs) We also have another special guest in the house. Got Holy Ghost in the building, one and only. What's up? What's up? What's up, world? What's up? And just just so y'all know, the Holy Ghost is in the building, and we had to pray. We prayed before we we started. We prayed before we started. We gotta pray every time before we do anything special. Facts, facts. You know, I think it's all about good good vibes. You know, so we gotta start right. I wouldn't be here without it. All the stuff, all the music I've done, and all the, the all the charts you were talking about, and everything like literally came right after I was at the bottom in my life. Literally, mm-hmm. like my family dying, people leaving me, so on and so forth. And God just take me, uh, took me out of that, you know, and and, and made me a, a better person and stronger, and made all that chart stuff happen and all the music happen. And so I have no choice but to give it to Him. Love so it, that's man. why we pray. I love yes. it. Yeah. I love it. This is the first time we do that here. Yeah, if not, radio. I would still be we stuck in the bottom. That. All right, man. So real quick, let's let's just let's start this off with a quick introduction. Brandon, tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you what do you do? Okay, so I'm a music producer, first and foremost. Audio engineer as well. Um I record, mix. Um I'm also a father. Um and at the end of the day, uh, I make hits, and, and I'm born and raised in Dade County, and I'm here for for Miami, and I rep it till I die. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. That's what's up. Holy Ghost, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Um, Holy Ghost, everybody knows me. That's my name. That's my street name. That's my artist name. I'm a songwriter. I'm a child of the uh, the Most High. I keep God first. Born and raised in Miami. Songwriter, uh, producer. Uh, just I'm just really a visionary, you know. Okay. And um, I'm here to, to spread positivity and love, and and um, thank God just keeping us here with good people. Let me be wave you guys. Thank you That's for having up. us, and uh, we're just here to shake the world, you know. That's what's up. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. So, Brandon, humble beginnings, my friend. It's, a, it's so crazy because he calls me Brandon and nobody uses my government name. Hey, hey, fuck, yeah, man. Ever. I do. I just don't spell that. it right. Like, That's it's, how it's, long we've known each other. My man. I, I'll just call you B-Wave. Yeah. I'll just Damn. call you B-Wave. Usually man. people call me B-Wave. So when I hear my government name, I'm like, oh, yeah. Bad, man. yeah Which yeah. is funny because the other day I was doing a track with Shoddy. And obviously we all know Shoddy, right? Word. And Shoddy put my government name in the beginning of his verse. And I was like telling everybody uh, oh my government name in your rap dog oh man and it was crazy so every time i hear my government name now i feel like my mom is calling me or some shit oh man or we've been friends for a long time you already know man it's it's a lot of love man i've seen i've we met when you were you were just in the mix like you yeah. had it was it was i'm not gonna say you were new to the, you were new to doing what you're doing but you have been doing it for a while 
And when we met, you were just starting to get out there, getting your name out and whatnot. And it's been a hell of a ride from the outside looking in. Mm -hmm. So I think it's awesome to be able to have you on the show. And just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came up, especially in the beat with, you know, with, with, with a studio you've seen all the artists come through. Right. You've seen artists come through from different walks of life and different genres altogether. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think is, is really important to this conversation because we have a lot of artists come through, right? But, this, but not this, a lot of producers. Exactly. We okay. don't, you know, we, you, you're the first producer, homie. Right. All right. That's what's up. You're the Dope. first producer on the show. Oh, uh, yeah. Well. 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 Orion. Orion, that's right. Brass Balls. Shout out <laughs> Brass Balls. Okay. Yet. Shout out to Orion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the first. <laughs> I'm the second. Let's get our facts straight. Let's and get that's our facts okay. straight, guys. Um, but yeah, to go back to your, to your question of how I started and everything. So in the beginning, I started um, making beats like in my room and and started building a home studio in my room when I was, I don't know, 10th grade or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, the Hennessy got here. Oh, my yeah, man. Now we're talking. You. Appreciate That's you. What's up, the Anything is possible. Thank you to the <laughs> yeah. House of Kush Thank Miami, you, OG Cookie Monster, and friends. That's right. Shout out OG Cookie Monster and friends. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the day, I started literally in my room when I was in high school. Uh, got my first beat machine which one I think was a Korg EXS one Jeez. or something like that. I can't remember the name, damn. Because I got an MPC shortly after that and I just did everything on my MPC. And nowadays I do everything just in the computer on Logic. So like okay. sequencing, recording, mixing, all that type of stuff. But um, I had a home studio. So literally had the studio in my room with my mm -hmm. bed and that was it. And then from there, I knew that I wanted to do music because I started failing high school. <laughs> and all I did was uh, was do music and stay at, stay at the crib. And I started recording rappers around my block. And <clears throat> funny story is when I when I you got to pop that. <laughs> um, Waiting for you to pop the it. The bottle of Hennessy's here. This, uh, that's the popping we're talking about. So so at the end of the day, who else, <laughs> who else wants? Anybody? Hennessy, I'll you should I'll sponsor us. I'm just saying. I'll take a minute. I take a shot. Why so, not? So, Why so not? here's a funny story. So I'm building this little studio uh, when I'm in high school, and I built a whole booth with my homeboys and everything, make it soundproof. All I'm worried about is the sound, the sound, the sound. I put no light in it. So when I finally closed the door and I had the first rapper in there, he was like, "Yo, I can't read my lyrics." Oh, can't see. No. It took it took me months, and I never thought about putting a light in the booth. So they had to stick flashlights up in the in the corners of the booth so that oh, rappers man. and there was no ventilation either. So they were dying, sweating. That was my first booth and that was my But shit, uh, that's how you learn. Yeah. Facts. That's how you learn. Facts. Shoot, you must have been happy as hell and all of a sudden the yeah. MC X walks into the into the booth. You're like, yeah, this guy is a sal como un lechon. And he forgot his lyrics. He forgot. <laughs> he Homie, if you don't got your lyrics memorized, <laughs> it ain't going to work in this booth. Right? Exactly. So you're challenging artists from the very from the beginning. From the very beginning. <laughs> and good. I do it now to this day all the time. And a lot of people um, like to work with me for two, two facts as a producer, which is one, I won't pressure the artist to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. I'll let the artist be the artist and then come in when, you know, that help needs to be 
um, there or if they're doing something wrong, I'll come in and tell them, hey, this is this is going wrong. But if, it, if it's all going right, then I leave it be what it is. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people out here, especially producers that like to control what the artist is doing. Right. Say this, do it like this, da 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 da. I got to trust in my artist. I want my artist to still be his artist. That's why I like you. That's why I want to work with you at the end of the day because of you. So I'm just mm-hmm. here to kind of like help the artist's dreams, not control it and, and put it for that. that that's kind of like me, you know, like I, I'm writing your shit. I'm yeah. doing the shit that I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you can do it better than you do it. Nah, Lord knows I can't sing. So I was about to ask you. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You so, that's you rap? I can play. I can play the piano. Uh, I can lie, play you a can bunch sing. of Tell instruments. Truth, you can, you can sing, I can sing with the auto tune all the way on zero. Yo, <laughs> and that's the darn truth. But uh, that's the one thing that God didn't give me. I can play the piano. I can produce. I got, uh, you know, I got an ear for everything. I can arrange, so on and so forth. I've been in bands, but I can't sing. He was like, I can't give it to you all, motherfucker. Could you rap? I used to rap. I can write raps. I can write rhymes. But more now, I'm doing a lot of R&B and pop stuff. Okay. So it's kind of more the way that, that raps are witty. You know what I'm saying? Like they have metaphors and all that stuff. I'm doing that, but I'm spreading it out in the concept of a song. Instead of like, yo, these two bars are super witty. I'm taking that witty line and making it into an entire song. Doing R&B and pop like that. So I've been writing a lot like that. We well, cheersing? I want to I wanna give a quick cheers, a quick toast. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Salud. The interview good, baby. Hey, Salud. to 305 Salud. Podcast. Next time. All right. Oh, Hennessy. My old friend. We've been we've been through a lot together. <laughs> so you're talking about pop. Yes. Name some of the artists, specifically locally, that you've been able to work on in this genre. In pop. Okay, so I just came out with a... Uh, my own pop album, which no- went number four on the charts, dope. right under Lizzo and Harry Styles. So they did beat me. Shout out to them. But <laughs> obviously, mine mine was done all independently, and they have big labels behind them. So yeah, congratulations to them. Man. That's I'm really still good. proud of it. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, when it wasn't number one <laughs> or whatever, I kind of got a little. Eh, but then, what am I gonna do? It's Harry Styles. You have to be you know? grateful in every moment. Right. The highs, the lows, Absolutely. and everything in between, you know? Exactly. And, you know, you got to celebrate the little wins, too. It's a big accomplishment. Yeah. So everybody who was on there is actually from Miami, all singers. I had no rappers. Obviously, my rapper friends were mad. <laughs> Can I get on your album? Can I get on your album? I'm like, dude, here's the thing you don't understand. There's no rapping on the album. It's not. A, it has nothing to do with you. It's just that it's all singing. It's mm-hmm. all singing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? At the end of the day. Um so all that was local um ghost is on there working with christy v she's a new up-and-coming artist uh i got jay santana on there he's an amazing artist mm-hmm. that sings amazing um so it was just a lot of local ag lions there's yeah. no ag of course did a song with him called so classy on there nice. it's kind of like a bruno mars vibe so uh, even if some of these people were singers, but they were doing maybe like trappy, whatever. I mm-hmm. still grabbed them and put them in this pop lane where it kind of sounds like Michael Jackson, Bruno Mars, Drake. You know what I'm saying? Everything is up-tempo on the album. Uh, nothing is slow. It's all for dancing. It's all for having party, good time. Good time. It's, it's all party. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. There's nothing so, depressing about it. But you... <laughs> there's nothing depressing about it. Yeah. You know, and it's funny we're over because that. We're not depressed anymore. You have to... 
I've heard you in a lot of hip hop. You right. were doing heavy, heavy hip hop. So right. what's what was the decision? Where did that come from to go into pop? Just you, you want to know everything. the truth? Well, no, I still do hip hop. Yeah, you do all do sorts of genres. Yeah, you guys just had Tetris on, right? You guys just had Tetris on the other day, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I did his whole album, and I'm doing his whole next album. I still do hip hop. I do hip hop all the time. It's just I did this for my album. Like this is my album, and I did it. This is the truth: is that it makes more money. <laughs> so I've done hip hop for. Thank you fi- for being honest. I've done hip hop. Yeah, my son needs shoes, and he and he's gonna he's That's getting he's is. getting older, and he needs uh, he's gonna want a car soon and stuff like that. And the hip hop money is not paying for that. I've been doing hip hop for 15 years, and those royalty checks do not Play. look like pop. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm with you. Justin Bieber's uh, um, checks and the weekends checks do not look is the same as. I'm little not, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> little whatever. Little, little, little and little whatever anything. and whatever. whatever. Anything, no, I mean you got you. You have your big pop Some. rap artists like when we say little little baby, and you have you. You know you Drake. Obviously, he's a he's a rapper, but at the same time, he's, he's singing. A pop artist. As he's well. pop. He's a pop artist, and the songs are fast, and you can dance to them, and da da da. Those are his hits. But then he comes with the hardcore shit too, or whatever. Yeah. You feel me? So I kind of do both. I've recorded everything from country to gospel to hard rock, heavy metal. Mm-hmm. That's just recording, though, on the engineering side. As far as producing, obviously, I'm most known for the hip hop. Mm-hmm. So that was another thing. I wanted to branch out and be like, hey, I'm a producer. I can like, do this, too. I can do this, too. And watch how I can do it very well. You feel me? And boom. And then right before, so right before the pop album, seven months before that, I released an R&B album called Up Close and Personal. That went number two on the charts right next to Aaliyah's uh, Ultimate Hits. So I dropped on the same day as her. If I wouldn't have dropped on that day, it probably would have been number one. But I had no (laughs) idea Aaliyah was coming out. Uh, Rest in peace and God rest her soul. But um, so that so what I did was R&B hit the charts, pop hit the charts, still do hip hop in the background. But I just wanted to make it known that we're versatile over here. So the, mm. you guys with the money and you guys over here, da da da, don't look at me and just say, "Oh, we got to go for him, go to him just for hip hop." It was kind of to make a statement, like, "Yo, we can do it all over here." Gotcha. And a lot of people don't look at Miami like, "Oh, pop music." No, they look at a Spanish, Latin music, rap music, you know, some booty music, that that <laughs> that. They don't look at us like, "Oh, the next Justin Bieber coming out of there," you know what I'm saying? The next, uh, the, the next big artist is coming out of Miami because it's not pop music. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> um, you want the ice? Ice is there, ice is there. Oh. You got it. So, so Brandon, it was also making a statement for Miami that we can, we could do this. So one, one thing I wanna, I wanna not only about the transition from pop artists and the other genres, but do you see the, if do you see a difference in the work ethic between genres mm. in the studio? Mm. Well. We all know how rappers are. <laughs> so I've seen. Let's say most rappers. I've seen. Most rappers, right? Right, most rappers. No, there's some rappers that work their ass off. Yeah, they have good ass. There's ethic. also some rappers that come in the studio and they pay a bunch of money to smoke and hang out all to day. And, and they do yeah. 10 hours go by and they got a hook. Hey, and if you got the money to do it and, and you're not vibing, then it, that, that works. But in the, in, the, in the pop industry, and in the country industry and stuff like that, when you go to Nashville with some messing with these songwriters and stuff like that, what ends up happening is they book out the most expensive studio with the most expensive musicians, right? 
What's that, Red Bull? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't drink no. I can't drink no Red Bull. <laughs> Y'all don't drink the Hennessy straight? I do, but I this mean, gives you wings. I mean, damn. Yeah, but <laughs> I like Red Bull. When she said it like that, I was like, I, I guess a Red Bull then. I think, I think it's straight better. Yeah. Kind of bring the Hulk straight? out, right? You don't want wings? No, I don't want wings. <laughs> He's like, bring the Hulk out. <laughs> bring, the Hulk wings. bring the wolf out. <laughs> yeah. Wings. You know? Any wings. So, Watch so, what's going to happen. So the, the, <laughs> the work ethic is different in this way. So when you go to Nashville or you go to these pop places and you go to where they're doing country mm-hmm. and these number one hits and stuff like that, they already have like four or five songs already written, composed mm-hmm. on a piano, on, on sheet music. They rent out this $10,000 studio for four hours. They rent out uh, uh, each of the best musicians for 500 an hour, mm-hmm. right? And they're spending all this money in this one small four hours. But then they... These musicians are so good that they just read it one time and it's perfect. And it's done. You get what I'm saying? They record the whole thing, bring in the singers, and... Yeah, and in in four to eight hours, they got four or five hit songs ready to go, Mm -hmm. right? Not that this took days, not that it took, oh, we just did one hook in 10 hours. So, yes, there is a difference in the work ethic. There's also a difference in, in the money spent behind it, you know, so on and so forth. So... Uh, rap is a little bit more lenient. You can chill in the studio. You can, you know, they like to catch a vibe. Da 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 da. There's some people who, uh, it's just kind of like me. Like, if I'm coming in to produce something, I'm doing it right then and there. Like, I've I've done sessions where I produce the beat, <clears throat> come in somebody else's engineering because they wanted somebody else to do it. He'll be too slow for me, and I'll be like, Yo, get out of the chair. Let me do this real quick because I got other shit to do. I got I got to go. Yeah. You know, I also have yeah. a life. Yeah, yeah. You get me? I can't just sit here all day and and and, and do and just waste time. On one you record. You feel what I'm saying? On one record. Yeah, exactly. If I've gotten faster over over the days. I mean over the years. Over the days. Over the days. <laughs> no, every day I do get better, but over the years for real. Absolutely. Yeah. I've gotten faster and faster. I mean, well, because you learned the value of that time. Yes, of course. So that sucks sometimes because what ends up happening is I'm such a perfectionist that I'll, while I'm recording, I'll mix it too at the same time. And a lot of artists don't come back and, and pay me to mix their records because they're happy with what they left with. And they'll put that oh, shit on man. the album. Yeah, You feel me? Yeah. So it's good and bad because then I get more people and more clients coming back to me faster. But at the same time, I'm not getting paid that extra mixing service because I already did it. You did it without telling yeah. anyone. You feel me? Yeah. But people love that. That's why I keep coming back. So. Little tips and tricks yeah. with Miami oh. Beatwave. Honestly, I, I have really noticed all that. I have noticed all that when, when I'm working with him. It's like, it's the detailed things that kind of really separates you from you and anybody else, you know? It's just that the time that you take to master the craft, you know? And I, I see as he goes and he's working, uh, you think he's not working, but he really is working, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And kind of like, it's kind of like natural, you know? And my work ethic and kind of me connecting with him, it just kind of just went together like a perfect piece, you know? So that's so why. So let's talk about this collaboration that both of you guys have. It's two tracks right now that you guys have currently yeah. on TikTok yeah. and playing at the clubs, right? Yeah, yeah. we have a song uh, called Searching mm-hmm. that the dance has gone viral on TikTok, mm-hmm. which is really cool because I've never had a viral TikTok or anything. Uh-huh. My TikTok is horrible. I'm not a TikTok yeah, guy. TikTok. <laughs> I'm not a TikTok guy, but the TikTok world like kind of loved it and picked up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Christy V are both on the song. They made the, she choreographed the dance. Okay. They filmed one of it, put it on TikTok. All the other models and influencers or whatever grabbed onto it. They started doing the dance and like in the dance and here we are. And just How do you off. feel when you see those dances? 
I mean, I mean, I love it. I love seeing everybody jam to the music. I mean, some of the girls ain't doing it right, but but but, but a lot you're of them do. But you appreciate the support. But a lot of them do. It. Yeah, and we love you guys. Do it wrong all day as long as you do it. Just, do it. just yeah. keep doing do it. it. Yeah. Keep doing it. it. It's really cool. It's really cool to see. I'm not gonna lie. That's good, man. That's really good. And then we have another one called Monster. It's a Halloween track. It's for the season. Mm-hmm. And that's playing in the clubs. It's very house-like. The other, the searching one is Caribbean. And this man, one. shout out to DJ CX, man. Yeah, he's been pushing. He, he's been heavy. pushing it. He's been spinning and showing me that love, man. Shout out to him, man. Big up, big up. This Hennessy has me hot. <laughs> <laughs> is there a napkin or something? Give me hot. Oh, um, man. So searching honestly has been like. A game changer for me you know i think i've been have uh i started off on the rapping and kind of just battling and mm-hmm. and kind of like on this uh eight mile type of look you know as okay. i kind of started my career like about 10 years 10 15 years ago i will say and um from the genres changing and from my maturity level and my growth mm-hmm. searching has definitely been the one that i feel like it's right in the pocket it has a dance. It has a vibe. You know, it's about searching for love. You know, mm-hmm. we have Christy V on the song. She's a great artist from Miami. And I always wanted to do something with a collaboration with another female because I'm a pop artist. And I feel like a female and a male together. I mean, it's just something that people could relate to, you know. And Some good chemistry. Yes, it's great chemistry, it. you know. So um, that's how Searching came about, you know, just me him talking about, you know, what I had in mind about the next project. And what's the vision like? What's the approach? And mm-hmm. honestly, it was probably the best pick that we did. Just bringing out that song it was actually an old song that I had in, in the in the vault. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think that the women gra- gravitate towards it too because it's about being like single and you're searching for the right one. Yeah. You know, exactly. searching, searching, and he kind of says, "Yo, I don't want to die alone in the song," you know, and kind of like uh, just trying to find your love. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody can feel that shit. I'm searching for it. I'm searching for it. I'm searching for it. So. Word. All right. We're happy with the record so far. Thank God. Everybody go on TikTok and and No, I mean, if all the music I I had dropped, searching 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 is definitely, searching is my favorite record right now. Of all the music I have released, you know, and for the 15 years of me releasing music, honestly, I think I even told you that person, like, searching is... I hear in the car and then I put myself in the position of somebody that doesn't know me hearing a song and then I think you'll be impacted just like it impacts me, you know? And then we came back with Monster. I'm, I'm a big, I'm, I mean, I've always been big in Halloween, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I have a Michael Myers tatted on me. I'm a, I was a crazy <laughs> That's so funny how Michael Myers sweater. Yeah, I was a crazy, I was a crazy oh. little kid. I thought she was about to say, I got Michael Myers tatted on me. I was about to say, damn, for real? I was about to say, damn, for real? Um, I've always I been Michael crazy. Michael Myers tatted <laughs> All four of us. Everybody got a Michael Myers. I don't know. I'm sitting between both of them. I'm kind of getting scared. Yes, a little bit scary here. I'm not going to lie. Man, Halloween, it was been kind of just, Halloween been special for me. You know, kind of like in a weird way as a kid, you know, Michael Myers and this and that. So just kept coming out with Monster and just putting a song together just for the perfect season. I think it was so dope. You know what I'm saying? So I think it was so dope, you know, that part, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. That's dope, man. And how long, so Ghost, how long have you been in the industry? What, you rap? What's going on here? Yeah, so I started off more in a hardcore rap, mm-hmm. uh, hip hop, um, like I said before, like more yeah. in the eight mile, like the only white boy, kind of just chilling with all my people and stuff like that. And um, I always had a passion for music. It was just something, I always wanted to be something in life since I was a kid. 
And um, so I was inspired by like Tupac and Michael Jackson. Right. And on a crazy note, I was living in a haunted house. That's just a real story. Okay. And a haunted house with no light, uh, no water. I mean, I was broke. My, my family were going uh-huh. through a lot at that time. And that was a time in my life that I just Wait, I found I, the music. I didn't know this. Now you know. Right. <laughs> what was it haunted by? By ghosts. After he- okay, what kind of ghost though? I mean, there's only one type of ghost. I mean, what's that? I mean, it dead, wasn't the, the dead kind. No, it wasn't the holy ghost. <laughs> there's different types of ghosts. But that is the honest truth, you know. And my, my mom was going through it. I'm talking about lighting up candles, and we had from the rock bottom, you know. Did you ever and, see one? Uh, I felt you one. Felt one. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, have, I have definitely thing, feeling thing than a seeing thing. Yeah, I mean, I have okay. uh, I have this definitely experienced it, you know, and okay. that, that's, that energy is definitely real, you know. Um, so just kind of me and kind of just seeing that, you know, being in a mansion and not having all what you need in a mansion uh-huh. is kind of kind of just navigating me, kind of to hit the streets and do things the wrong way. Okay. And since I always had a passion for music, I kind of got right back into it. Made my own little studio booth. Had electricity. Like, Did it have apart. electricity? No, I had, no, I had electricity. No, yeah. I had to I had to connect generators to put a black light. Mine like, was the only ghetto one that didn't have a light. <laughs> was ghetto as shit. No ventilation. No ventilation, sweating hey, shit off in the some garage. Some of the best records have been made like that. The Fuji's the score was made in a basement. Thirty five million sold and they never made another record yeah. like it or sold another record as much and they had every big studio in the world that they could Because they're not recording in una caja china, bro. Right, no, exactly. <laughs> and, and and more than that, it, it's something about hunger and what's the word i'm looking for like um when you don't have everything like you 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 you're constrained to only these couple things you got to push the limits of course you know like if if an artist like if you give an artist um like a painter red Mm -hmm. and black and you say yo you can't have no other colors how the painters got to think how am i going to make this cool i got to make it work so then they push the boundaries and limits and all of a sudden they do something that you're like whoa well because they were forced to because that's all they had so if you give somebody all the colors, they all start getting confused. And that's the same way. Like if I get an MPC and I make all my beat in the MPC, mm-hmm. it'll it'll come out better than if you put me in a room with 70 different keyboards and I don't know what to pick from. And there's too many sounds. And oh, what am I going to do? And then I make the shit's garbage. That's you get what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 It's, it's crazy. I, I think that um, depriving an artist of like... Maybe technology mm-hmm. and colors and just just all those things might push the limits to make something cool. With you, keep the artist challenged. Yeah, at all times. Exactly. It's not about the equipment; it's about the artist or the producer. That's or, a fact. Right? That's so, a fact. I mean, uh, I mean, obviously nowadays technology is fucking everything. Yeah, we all, Man, to me, all to me, that. to me, it's about building up your sound, right? Which way or another. And that uh-huh. kind of answer your question about if I rap or do I sing. I think I'm just building my sound, you know. I think I think every song I might surprise you. I don't know. I'm a ghost, you know. I might be mysterious. The Holy Ghost. I'm the Holy Ghost, so I like to be a little mysterious, you know, mysterious and so, empowerment a little bit, you know. So Holy Ghost, you want to drop some bars? You want to drop it? You want to drop some a verse or something? A verse? A, a rapping? Rapping. He doesn't rap anymore. Though. Oh, singing. He's only. I mean, singing. he he just said he was Spoken eight miling his way through. That's he eight miles his way through everything. That's fifteen years ago. If you hear That's fifteen all, years ago, I mean, if you hear all his records now, it's all singing. There's no rapping. Period. Yeah, I'm on. Oh, damn. You want to sing something? <laughs> I can sing something. It doesn't matter. If anybody gets something, um, go ahead, sing one of the songs. I feel like. 
Sing Searching. Searching? Yeah, you just performed it. And I've been searching, 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 searching. And I've been searching, 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 searching. I don't want to die alone. Can we be everything that I want? And I've been searching, 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 searching. Okay, boy, hey. you found the searching found you some some dope artistic talent over here, bro. <laughs> Super dope. <laughs> yeah, man, that was good stuff, man. I appreciate yeah. it. And then, and then with that, you know what's the funny part? He always tells me, "Yo, when you record my vocal, put the ghost sound on it." <laughs> and, 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 and what do you mean? And what he, every artist says something different like that. And what he means is like you know this this deeper tone under like this other pitch. Uh -huh. That kind of like has a harmony that's lower than his his high harmony. Okay, okay. Uh, his high melody, and it's so funny because he'll say the ghost sound, but uh, like a lot of artists tell me shit like, "Can you make me sound purple?" I'm like, "What?" Yo, can you make can you make that guitar? Soon, soon, soon they're so gonna like, be like, "Can you can you put that ghost in there?" Yeah. Oh well, there you go. Can you but, put that uh, ghost in and there? Then, and then and then I'll get like, that ghost in there. "Can you make the uh, the guitar sound you know a little bit?" more sunshine you know like a, a, a bright a bright da, da, da. and i know what they mean right. you know what i'm saying it's just that they don't talk the the sound engineer language you know what i'm saying okay if if, if i get somebody who can talk to me like that i'm even faster like put yo thing, put this effect this and and yeah no it's, it's crazy the stuff that i hear you have no idea with the plug <laughs> hey you know that plugin that does this yeah yeah make sure i want to do that to mine right exactly yeah. And that that stuff that you know, art that artist did. The one, yeah, the yeah, one little, the artist, the one yeah. little baby. Then can we can yeah, that do that one? Can you make me sound like a little baby, motherfucker? Are you a little baby? Yeah. <laughs> no. How come I don't sound like a little baby? You don't rap like a little baby. It don't make no sense. <laughs> People think that you can literally do. I mean, you can do a lot with technology now. Yeah. We have Melodyne. We have Auto Tune. You could literally, I could put. You can't sing at all. I could put you a real super on pitch, and uh -huh. then I could build your harmonies for you. So on and so forth. We have apps that they write the song for you, all the lyrics, and you just go through the app and you pick the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Like it's almost That's become insane. so computerized. It's insane. So but, what the hell do you need people for at some point? That's that's a scary thing. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. That's a fucking scary thing. Day. It's happening so, very slowly. I've seen a Black Mirror episode. Does anybody know what Black Mirror is? <laughs> do you guys know what Black Mirror is oh, or no? Hell yeah. It's a Netflix Yo, special. Okay. Black Mirror. It's basically is the, the Twilight Zone. Right, but about technology, it's okay. insane. So, there's this Miley Cyrus episode, and what they do is she goes through the whole dictionary uh -huh. and she says every single word in the dictionary. They take all her words, they put whatever melody they want to it, and they make all her songs with not, without her there anymore. They don't need her anymore. Like they just have a bank of her of her words. Yeah, how crazy is that? Let me tell you. And then yeah. the and what about the holograms that are coming out? You and like then, movies? Of course. Bruce Willis, like listen to this. Bruce Willis <laughs> just signed over the rights to all his movies to his digital voice persona. So his image is going to be used in future movies without him being there. Damn, that's pretty okay, fucking dope. So meaning like when they finished uh, Fast and Furious and Paul Walker yes. wasn't around anymore, they kind of digitalized Die his Hard face. 10. Was Die that, Hard was that, 10 was that, in was space. That, wasn't that his brother? That was his brother, though. That's what's going to happen. Bro, dude, please do not do Die Hard 10 in space. <laughs> I will be freaking out, bro. That's, that's too much. 
But that's what I'm saying. Like I love Bruce Willis, but I don't. I Bruce love him Willis. Like that. We're gonna have. We're gonna have. What is it? The Sixth Sense. I like the Six Sense. Six Sense was cool. Yeah, but he's. Imagine I get it. you're gonna he tried see, to make me cry. We're gonna. He got you. That's, he got me. When people say that, it's he got me. They got you. It. But was it that? Or was it the Steve Tyler song? It does, I you don't want to miss it. I think it. I think it was him. And I don't. He got you. It was yeah. a mix of both because you're did. a producer. He did. I know. Because you're into music. Yeah. It was both when you're like, Bruce Willis, bro. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing is that here's the thing that people don't understand was Steven Spielberg and um, and George Lucas went to college together and they understood this. Visuals is kind of like what everybody focuses on in movies. But they know that visuals is only 50%. And they'll tell you the yeah. sound is the other 50%. Mm-hmm. So think about this. Not only sound effects. So if you're watching a scary movie, what scares you is the sound when it comes out. Bomb. It's not the visuals. Mm-hmm. It's the scary sound, right? Yeah. Yeah. On top of that, let's talk about the emotions in movies and music, how much it, it plays a part. So Absolutely. let's say there's a romantic scene, but there's no romantic music in the background. You're going to be like, this is fucking boring. Right? There's, the there's an action scene and there's no dun 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 There's Nothing. none of that. There's none of that. And then you're just kind of like, this is boring. And then you start to realize how much that plays a part in the, in the movies, not just visuals. It's the emotion. The music brings the emotion. The sound effects bring the emotion and shit like that. Christopher and, Nolan mastered that. Mm, facts. Christopher Nolan mastered that completely. All his flicks, that soundtrack keeps you there on edge. Right. On edge. And you know what I'm, I've been hearing less and less lately is like song songs from artists in movies. Remember when we were younger, like songs used to pop off because they were in a movie. In a movie. Yeah. Right. There's not that's not really happening. I used anymore. to buy the CDs of like the soundtrack. You see. And then and, and it would be like because this song became popular from you watching this mm-hmm. movie. And now there's barely any songs popping off from movies. You know where the songs are popping off at? In the Netflix TV shows yeah. and stuff like that. The licensing. Well, because they're grabbing all the other old music old and adding they it. They are. But now think about it. Uh, Wakanda, uh, Black Panther 2, Wakanda yeah. Forever. It's all new music. Yeah, who's on the theme song? Because I saw it in the... Uh, Bro, that was Kendrick. That's Kendrick again, right? Yeah, again, man. That's Kendrick in the Killed weekend it. where the mm-hmm. was the first yes. trailer theme song. Yeah, I don't know any other it, it's that it's that dope. That's I don't dope. know anything else that's on it, <laughs> in any other that. trailer trailer. I'm like, bro, Kendrick all yeah, day. You can hear it, you can hear it. Yo, Kendrick murked it, bro. But either way, that's my point. Like Is the weekend on the song too? Or it's just Kendrick? I don't know, bro. You don't know because it just plays, <laughs> it just plays that little clip. Yeah, man. And for you know when you when you listen to when you watch new movies it's a lot of new music trying to pop off they're not they're not doing the netflix where they're getting old music oh man so guys this is what we are working on right now Talk searching yes we got monster what and more? my album away from it all and your album away and, from it and, all and up close and personal which is the r&b one that's out now okay both of them are out now and both okay. of them hit the charts and i did it in both of them came out in the same seven months. Nice. So I did it twice. And then I also went on the charts for Nikki Sky, another female artist I work with. Um, Shout uh, out for, to Nikki Sky. For an R&B. You guys know Nikki Sky? I love Nikki Sky. Okay, yo, she's, she's awesome. Uh, she's awesome. And uh, her mom is great. Shout, shout out, out to Ellie. Shout <laughs> out, yeah, shout out Mama Sky. Mama Sky's the best, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Every time she comes to the Mama studio, she brings, she brings me wine. Oh, gosh. She, oh she, that she is the best thing to do it's ever. Oh. I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah, let's drink some wine. Awesome. They're like, they're like family wine. now. Uh, I went on the charts with her. 
I think number 12 in R&B as well. It was like a gospel-y R&B song. Mm-hmm. And then recently, last week, I did um, Gil Graff and Marklin Hayes. Okay. You I know saw the Hayes. video to that. I know both of them. Shout yeah. out to them. We just went top 20, so I think it hit 16 Amazing. or mm-hmm. something. So well, when they say I don't do rap anymore. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I still do rap. Gotta remind and it them. still goes to the charts. Um, so, yeah, those, those are out, too. Um, so Miami's popping, right? We're but doing Miami, it, but people don't go around saying Miami's popping. You know well, what I mean? We're saying it. We say we're it, saying right? it. We it's like it it's great it. to yeah, see. It. <laughs> it's great we're to saying. see that from the inside we could say that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And eventually, those that are listening, you're gonna see it. Yes. <laughs> so let's go back to that. Miami's popping in so many different ways. Yeah, man. Like, um, I just saw you at a wedding. Yes. Right, she, yeah. she she saw me all dressed up. I had to walk. That was no, I was that was nervous. nervous? It was that hell yeah. Hold on, you were what were you doing? It was rock soul wedding. Giving, don't tell me you were doing flowers. Yeah, I was throwing the flowers. You throwing flowers? Yeah, I was wearing uh, the flowers. Yeah, I was wearing flowers. a real nice pink dress. It was, it was really cool. Um, whoa, no, I was wearing a tuxedo, and I looked super fresh. And everybody looked dapper. Yes, very, everyone. Very so nice it was Rock Soul's wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only super talented, one of my super best friends, one of the best people I've ever met. As far as like him and Christy are Both like literally, them. heck yeah. Like I sometimes when they're like, I'm, we're being mean, Brandon. I'm like, what? You they're guys, like the nicest people you guys on the never been mean in your life. <laughs> like I used to push them back in the day, like just to see if they would get angry. Just and to nothing. see what it would look like. And nah. <laughs> no, nothing. It was just, it was hilarious. So whatever. We're at the wedding. I see Drea. We all get drunk. Uh, we had a good time. But this is going back to the fact that we popping. The, yeah, the artists, the NFT world, the artists, the painters, everything. Right? Yeah, it's not, it's not just the music. The podcast. The podcast. The podcast. Yeah, I mean, 305 you're, Radio Podcast. 305 the Radio venues. Podcast. Drink Champs is here in Miami. You Hell have yeah. All this. Everyone's here. Yeah, so it's safe to say that Miami's popping. And here's another thing. Obviously, during COVID and all that, Miami didn't give a fuck. We don't don't give a fuck about (laughs) nothing, right? We don't give a fuck about nothing, but in LA, they do. So you have certain actors that I know. I'm not going to say their names or anything like that. But the fact is they migrated here to Miami because over there was they too many rules. They of weren't course. and they weren't down with it. I'm not yeah. saying they're Republican or they're this it or does, they're it, fucking that. The fact that you have rules that don't make sense right? applied, it, it, it's regardless what side of the fence you stand on, it's as you, it this is away from that fence. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. It has nothing to do with any of that. It's, Agreed. Babu, you're making me stay inside for ABC reasons. Have you seen Miami? Nah, Miami don't give a fuck. Yo, Miami don't give a fuck. No, Why? Because todo mundo está enfermo de todo modo. No, no. Cheers. Cheers to having COVID 17 times oh, and now we're man. immune to it. Jeez. Everybody here in Miami, we're yeah, done bro. with it. We're immune. We're done. No, but no, but being more serious, you know, you have um Miami was so it was a different world. It's always been a different world. No. And it showed during COVID. Yeah, it sure did. <laughs> you it know sure what did. I'm saying? So I think that these artists and they wanted to be free again. Mm-hmm. These the entertainment industry started migrating to Miami. Awesome. They did. Because New York and LA were doing the same thing. Lockdown, COVID, lockdown, lockdown. COVID. So they're like, fuck it, let's go to Miami. Oh, yeah. they don't care. We don't care. What and then And it's sunny. And, well, yeah, what do you mean? It's sunny, of course. <laughs> I've said this. I've said this all the time, which is, and I love New York for business, right? But I would never live there. I know some people love New York, but I would never live there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I look back at it and I'm like, remember all these rappers that were hustling and everybody's hustling in New York mm -hmm. and whatever, whatever. And, and, and it's cold as fuck. And they're looking down at Miami with the girls in the bikinis and the dunks and the nicest cars mm -hmm. and shit like that. And they see us out in the sun and the girls are shaking their ass and shit like that. And they're sitting there in the freezing cold hustling. And they're like, what the fuck are we doing here? And then we started influencing their music. And now you got the ASAP Rockies and you got the, these people that come from New York that sound like the South. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because they're like, what are we doing over here? Exactly. Let's go over there with the, with the bitches yeah, and the I, cars. I, you know, and they weren't exposed to our our lifestyle. But thank God no, that, they, that they have been. Listen, nobody is knows about our lifestyle. When they come here, they're just like, what's going on? That's the biggest house I've ever seen. And they, every, <laughs> everywhere they go. And I've never been to a type of club like this. Oh, you guys got four four story strip clubs? That's crazy. Like, with yeah. nobody. You come to Miami and everybody's shocked. Yes. So what can we expect from Miami Beat Wave in the near future? More crazy know, stories. <laughs> yeah, right? We know you're um, always working. Yes. And you're always releasing. And you're always collaborating. And you're at interviews. And you're at events. What can we expect from Miami Beat Wave and from Holy Ghost in the near future? So I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to push the boundaries at this point. And my goal is to hopefully one day, this is a huge, huge goal. I've never really said this out loud. Um, to win a couple awards, meaning Grammys in different genres instead of just one. Because most people win it with just one. Mm -hmm and nobody really wins it in multiple which is to show the diversity which we were talking about before mm -hmm. so like one in a latin grammy uh, um you know one in rock and roll one in jazz You're all, trying to get all in the same year yeah i mean because I'm, I'm musically inclined like that i can do it but if i couldn't do it i wouldn't do it but right. you know i was i learned how to read music in sixth grade like music theory like notes and stuff like that but nowadays with the, the way we make music it's kind of by feeling like we don't really go by like the notes anymore yeah. you know my program can print out the notes after we do it by the feeling wow you feel me but um you know just pushing the boundaries i also have already four records ready for the second r&b album i wanted to drop it at the end of this year but it's taking me a little longer it's just going to be called uh, up closer Okay. Yeah. So the the first one was up close and personal. This one's up closer. So, in your face. Yeah. And <laughs> that's if you, if you if you in listen if you listen to the if you listen to the pop album, it's very, um, like I said, happy and dance and we're feeling good. And the R and B album is a little bit more. You got some sad songs on there, some breakup songs. You got some love songs. You got all that type of stuff. So it's really hard to recreate that it's easier for me to do party songs you know what i'm yeah. saying like we're from miami we know how to party is there someone <laughs> on the scene that you want to work with that you have not had the opportunity to work with yet oh that's a good question that's a good question they might be listening yeah might I, be listening. it's so funny because um i haven't seen king hoodie in in a while and he stepped in the studio the other day to do a track with D.U. Ivan. Shout out D.U. Ivan and D. King Ivan. Hoodie. And um, he was somebody who I wanted to work with when he was coming up. And we've already done three records. Um, who do I want to work with? 
Ay, ay, ay. Okay, Give me here. some names. Not yeah, maybe so, not. not here. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I want to work with more and more pop people, right? So, like, I wish that I could work with her because I love her. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, more and more R&B acts and stuff like that. Um, I would love to work with people like James Blake, which is some independent type stuff. I would love to work with, like, some uh, independent rock bands like Arctic Monkeys or oh, the wow. Black Keys, okay. stuff like that. Like, producing on, so, uh, on a whole nother level. You know what I mean? Here in Miami. Here in Miami. Give me some names. No, come on. I don't know because it's really hard for me because I've worked with a lot of people in Miami. So it's kind of like, well, you know what? Let, let's let's switch gears real quick. Now, I want to take it back to something you had said. When we first started, you had mentioned the way you are in the studio, right? So what's a big difference? What's the difference in a producer and, and uh, someone that's just a beat maker or someone that's just recording you like an engineer. Okay. Like, what would be the biggest difference between Okay, them? so the beat maker would uh, make the beat on their fruity loops or whatever the case may be. Producer will be in the studio. They could either make the beat or not make the beat. They mm -hmm. can still be a producer without making the beat. And they're going to sit there, work with the vocalist, say, that take is bad. This take is right. Hey, your, your, your note here is flat. You need to sing that over. It's Pretty much not artistically sharp. direct. Yeah, and then we're gonna take that beat and we're gonna arrange it. We're gonna take these instruments out right here, so it could be the intro. Then that piece of the song should go before this piece of the song, and then after that, oh, mixing, uh, uh, talking to the mixing engineer or whatever. So a producer got to be there the whole process, not just the beginning of the beat. Mm -hmm. So I do it kind of all. So I make the beat in the beginning. Sometimes I don't. Some people bring me their own beats, and I still produce, meaning that I'll take the I'll take whatever beat they bring me and I'll still be there comping their vocals, meaning that I take this take that's good, put it with this take that's good, so on and so forth. Yeah. Put the effects on this, put the effects on that, arrange it. I might call up, this is also producing like a Khaled or a Diddy, I might call up somebody else that I know and be like, you'd be perfect for this song. That's another way of producing, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Putting people together, mm -hmm. so on and so forth. Just making it happen as a whole and making sure that the product is good at the end of the day. I also happen to be an engineer which is technically where I make my daily money. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So engineering, and a lot of it is not my beats or production. Mm -hmm. It's other people's beats and production that they bring me, and I'm just there to make it sound good. Like the radio most of the time is what they want, okay. and that's what I usually do. And what's, what's, uh, what's the biggest challenge? Oof. I think the whole thing is the, is the, is the biggest. Staying consistent. Staying consistent. Um, keeping your face clean, meaning that every yeah. business that you do is good. Nobody can say this or that about you. Da, da, da. I mean, we're in the music industry. There's going to be somebody here and there that's going to say something. Of course. You get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like when it, they could say something about you personally, but I'm saying keep your face clean business wise. Mm -hmm. So like every time you do business, there's a money exchange. They get their product. That's it. It's you clean. Get what it's I'm saying? done. Yeah. That, and that's good it. business. Don't, yeah, right. good, good business. business. Do yeah. good business. That's it. And give everybody quality. So, like, sometimes there's been records sometimes that I've gone over the budget that I was paid, meaning I made no money off of it mm -hmm. because I want the person to have quality. I want them to get what they paid for, and that's my name that's on it. Of course. My brand. You know what I'm saying? Which is half my name. So, 
that would go then that's I a brand. Smell <laughs> that Drea spells wrong. Drea spells wrong. So that's a, the, the, that that long story short. Since you were asking, was no, but it's 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 it's, it's a common mistake. Every everybody does it. I mean, everybody does it. So after I was born, my mother is sitting there. She's signing the birth certificate. Mm-hmm. Um, she's still a little high off the epidural, right? <laughs> and long story short, is. After she signs the birth certificate, she calls my godmother and says, hey, how do you spell Brandon? My godmother says B-R-A-N-D-O-N. And she goes, oh, no, I spelled it B-R-A-N-D-A-N. Well, I guess it's going to be different. And then just hangs up the phone. <laughs> it's over. And then here I am. And my name is spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I am different. Thank you, Mom. Amen to that. Yeah. That's a fact. And we said that with the Holy Ghost in the building. The Holy Ghost in the building. With so much limited time to create so much how do you pick the artists that are able to come into your studio is there a list is there an email you gotta read is there a golden ticket how does somebody especially here in miami get into your studio to be able to work with you so for engineering wise um it's just payment payment like hourly payments rent the studio and me as an engineer producing wise is a little different i could be picky with that because i'm putting my own music in it and so on and so forth but anybody can pay me to to engineer for them for record them anybody can pay me yeah i I mean be honest for for engineering but not for my music like for my for my production i'm a little bit more you know i'm a little bit more sensitive selective with the selective with that and um you know you just got to be dope and unique and unique for me to be like okay let me put my time into this. Also, you could be not as good as everybody else, but if I see you, if we make a record together and then you go and shoot the music video, you put promo behind your Spotify, you put this and you put the promotion and you see that in they're being and the marketing. Yeah, yeah, themselves. I right, see right. about your craft. Because yeah. there's some people out there, you do a record with them and then all of a sudden they just put it out and, and then a week later they got it out another record. And you haven't, they haven't even promoted the other one. They didn't do a video. Mm-hmm. They didn't, they're not doing shows. You know what I'm saying? They're not performing stuff like that. So let's say somebody like that, that's it could be an amazing rapper, an amazing singer. I would rather work with the mediocre one who's actually putting in the rest of the work that it needs, the marketing, the 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 music videos Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That like taking the taking that what's it called? Like like the bull by the horns, like and doing it yourself. You know what I'm saying? And taking it to the next level. Yeah, independent. I love to see that shit and I'll rock with those people forever because those are the motherfuckers uh, uh, that are going to make it. What's the, what's, what's the quote that they say about um, talent beats grime, but not when grime meets, how, how does hard, it go? Hard work beats yeah. talent. Hard, hard work, hard work, hard work beats, talent. beats talent. Okay, so I, I think two things about that. You could actually be extremely <laughs> talented and somebody's going to come and put money behind you and whatever, as if you are extremely talented at something. You know what I'm saying? And the hard like, work beats talent. I mean, my, my perspective on this. Somebody could be super, you're, you're super talented, but you can outwork people. You know, you could really like be passionate more than somebody else. So, so the people yeah. that are talented and they're lazy. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's the worst to me. That's, you know, <laughs> I, I, feel, I, I, I feel like you're doing not only the world a disjustice, you're also doing yourself a disjustice. You get what I'm saying? You're right. Yeah. You're right. Like, imagine if LeBron James was like, yeah, I don't want to play basketball. Uh, well, not today. Not today. Yeah. Right? Like, nah, I don't want to catch this pass. I like, I like to score, but I, but I don't want to play. Yeah. Right? I like to score, but I don't want to play. You know? Just, I'm going to walk to that corner and just, just give me the ball. 
Yeah. I'm just going to watch. I'll be there. Yeah. Offense, defense, but I'll be there. My favorite is Michael Jordan. So, Facts. I think LeBron James is a crybaby. I still love you, LeBron. But the Dolphins, though. How about them Dolphins? Yes. Okay, we won. <laughs> oh, man. Bay County, Bay County. Yeah. Bro. Tua, that's, that's Tua. It's, it's crazy what have, happened. Have you worked with athletes? I have. Uh, I worked really closely with uh, Thomas Jones. He's a running. He was a running back for the Jets. And I think he played for San Francisco, too. Uh, Thomas Jones, don't kill me if I remember. But I know for the Jets, for sure. And for Jets. And oh my God! Well, I, 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 sorry, Thomas. We're do- the Dolphins fans are here. Go Dolphins! The Dolphins fans are here. We're here. Um, and he was really, he was really, he was really cool to work with. Um, a couple, a couple boxers that are kind of local. Okay. Uh, but doing songs for them to to walk out to. Oh, okay. You okay. know, that's cool. Uh, I've been doing a lot more Instagram commercials, like for Bang Energy, okay, um, and and little products like that that are only like they're not commercials on TV, but they're on IG. So Bang commercial, I've done like uh, Bang Energy, I've done maybe like three or four other commercials. It's just my instrumentals in the back. Got it. You get what I'm saying? So stuff, little stuff like that. Have is you cool thought too. of sound design for movies? Since you're into film, I did one with you, Ivan, uh, the other day um, for a movie called Synchronic. I've also done that uh, and music uh, with jokes. You guys know jokes, absolutely. Shout out, Shout jokes. out jokes. For, uh, that's my dog. It's one of the uh, goats. For, Very for, talented. For a movie called Eeny Meeny Miny Mo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did that one with him too. Uh, making the music for film is mm-hmm. way easier than doing the sound effects. It's a whole nother yeah. level because think about it like this. Like every time somebody takes a step in the movie, you got to align yeah. that little step foot foot. You know what I'm saying? It really and, make them feel. Yeah. It. But then uh, then you got to make sure, oh, what, they're, they're on concrete. So it's not, the footstep sounds like this. But now they're in dirt. So now the footstep changes into this. Yeah. And we're not even talking about all the well, other things that are going around to grass. Yeah. There's and, grass in the dirt. Right. There you yeah, go. Yeah. So it and, changes. And then what's the, the coolest part about that, I think, is the Foley. They call it Foley. Yeah, Foley work. Yeah. So Foley, the coolest part about that is when you get like alien movies or mm-hmm. things that, how do I say it? Uh, you don't know how they sound in real life because like, there's no sound. Yeah, so you that. can make up whatever you, you want. You can make up whatever you want for it, which yeah. is really cool. So like the lightsaber effect uh, uh, in Star Wars, right? Like, the, way that the, the way that they got that was they got a microphone. And they put it in front of a subwoofer and got feedback, right? So that's why you hear boom, boom. Not a feedback from the treble, meaning like the highs or yeah. whatever, which would have been like ee, ee, but yeah. from the subwoofer. And they put the microphone in front of the in front of it, went boom, boom, and recorded it with another microphone, the awesome. feedback, right? Awesome. And that's how we got the lightsaber sound. So you got to you got to kind of be creative and inventive with these things that we've never we've never really heard before yeah like you're in men in black and you're doing the, the men in black movie and there's like a bunch of aliens walking around like who knows how they sound we don't know how they sound you have to create it yeah Brandon, that's, the, so for, that's the coolest part for those people that don't know you you're usually wearing a hat you know me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wear so yes, many different my hats my signature but of all the hats that you wear all the different hats that you wear what would you say is your favorite one 
soon as 305 radio podcast gives me a hat it's okay. gonna be my it's gonna be my favorite one i'm gonna wear that is the right answer that is the right answer um a lot of people know me for wearing the fedoras but i wear all different types of hats, regular ball caps and, and stuff like that um and then sometimes it all depends sometimes i won't wear a hat i shave my head so you know i shave my head i have my beard uh, struck, how you feel struck nose well, yeah, that's a literal exactly, hat. Bro. I'm talking about your figurative hats. Oh, all the hats in my life. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I think um, maybe the hardest one and the, and the most gratifying one at the same time is my hat as a father. Because my son is amazing. Not only that, it's hard. Like, it's hard to, to, to not, only, not only deal with raising a man... Right. But also the money that comes with it, mm-hmm. the attention that comes with it, the fact that it's not about you anymore. You get what I'm saying? It's about them and you got to take care of somebody else. That's not you. You know what I mean? And my son is awesome. You know what I'm saying? Straight A's. Great. But he's well, that's because also- you won't feed him. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Get straight A's. That's right. Noah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna listen to the podcast. Straight A's He's too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he feeds him. Right? He feeds him. No, he feeds him. Real, real, real story. I, 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 real story. I got that from my grandfather. My grandfather was Syrian. My grandfather was Syrian, and he was a very um, stickler for money. He came from the poor, poor ghetto with nothing. Lived in a, in, a, in a in a bed, shared a bed with nine brothers and stuff like that. So Jeez. he instilled this thing on me, like work and work and work. That's why I'm a workaholic. But one day when I was younger, he said, "It's probably why I instilled it in my son." Uh, <laughs> he said, "You're gonna mow the grass," and I said, "No, I'm gonna play Nintendo instead." Because I think it's Nintendo. I was playing like Mario Yoshi or something. Uh-huh. And he's like, you're not going to mow the grass? Well, I'm not going to feed you. And I was like, hey, I'm a smart ass. Why, well, how, how, how are you not going to feed me when the, when the refrigerator's right there? Well, I woke up the next morning. There was chains and locks all over my refrigerator. This is a true story. <laughs> this is a what? true story. I, had, I went and I, he told me, go mow the grass and I'll cook you food. And that's exactly what happened. For my 13th birthday, he gave me a potato as a gift. That was my gift for my 13th birthday. <laughs> And he goes, go out and plant it in the backyard, and you're going to feed your family a year from now. That was a lesson. Guess what I gave my son on his 13th birthday? A potato. potato. I'll show you a picture. He's a potato. He loved it. He cracked up. He loved it. He thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Until he saw the chains on the, on the yeah, fridge. Yeah, no, no, I've never done that to him. i never done that That's my life. Yeah. I never had cable TV either. True story. Sorry to me, too. Um, uh, anyways, long story short is, yeah, playing the hat of a father is... is it's very cool at, and at the same time uh, very difficult to balance when I'm not there because I'm doing music and my job so much. Does that make sense? Yeah. So at the end of the day, like when I got my first platinum plaque, right, or whatever, I had my son open it. And my son's super into basketball. He loves Steph Curry, uh-huh. right? Steph Curry is like his Michael Jordan. And at the end of the day, um, he opens up he opens up the Spotify plaque. And he goes, Daddy, this is cool, but can you dunk a ball? <laughs> and I was like, no, I can't dunk a ball. This is not cool enough for you. He's super into basketball. Man, that is so funny, awesome. man. He's funny. You are about... But can you, you dunk? You, you should have been like, <laughs> can you eat? Because that yeah. fridge is locked yeah, up. Yeah, that fridge is locked up. <laughs> and all He's the power's like, out in your room. <laughs> yeah, take away your iPad. Jeez. Where's the iPhone now? That's cool. 
shit, man. Because I get to talk to him whenever I want. Now he's got a phone. Before, <laughs> yeah. when he doesn't have a phone, when kids don't have a phone, it's nowadays I feel like kids need a phone because there's so much crazy stuff going on in the world. You got to know where they're at and what they're doing. Yeah. But the phone is also scary because you have Google, and kids yeah, learn a lot exactly. faster. Back in the day when I was younger, I had to go to my homeboy's house and be like, hey, what's this and this and that? And then you don't even know if what they're telling you is it's true. I know. You're like, bro, that's amazing. And you find out it's wrong. Right? You feel like Bobby Boucher in school. <laughs> the devil and mama. Uh-huh. <laughs> Super on point. Talk Damn, to yo. So you've done a lot of things, man. You, you In the music world, you've been there, done that. You've met different types of people, all walks of life, one genre to the next. What's one thing that you would what's the best piece of advice you'd give someone that is not only just started, but they, they see the hurdles. Uh-huh. What would you tell that person? I will tell them it's going to take a long time to get there. They're going to say it's overnight. It might look overnight. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's really hard to make it look easy at the end of the day. You yeah. know, like it is, it's a long path. Also own your skill, right? Meaning that make sure you're good at what you do first. That's first off. Be talented and, and 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 have your skill, and then also show them what you got. work and work and work and don't stop working and don't get mad and don't give up when it don't happen in in five years because it could happen in ten years. You just haven't put the work in yet. You know what I'm saying? So that's that. I, I think mm-hmm. um, if you're talking about music or entertainment industry in general, I would say forget that. Go be a lawyer or doctor. Or <laughs> <laughs> that, that you know. But if you do want to go into it, it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of sacrifice. I've sacrificed so many things, personal relationships, friends, family, you know, like life in general. Mm-hmm. But also music has made me let me travel to places I've never been and had me, you know, like I've been zip lining in Costa Rica and yes. I've went I've went to different places and seen different things just because it was paid by music. You get Amazing. what I'm saying? So that's awesome, too, at the end of the day. So you will get the rewards if you work hard enough at it. But don't get discouraged. You know what I'm saying? And, no, and don't let other artists tell you, oh, this is good or this is bad. Because you don't make art for artists. Artists always got some kind of freaking opinion. You make, you, make, <laughs> you, you make music. You make music for who? The fans. The regular people who don't do art and do, do, don't do music that buy okay. tickets to your concert, that love your music, that they think that it's magic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't have opinions except for I love this. Yeah. That's the people you should be taking your advice from. Those are the people that care about your music. That's you know what I'm saying. Everybody else is just take it with a grain of salt. Now I'm not saying that if if, if somebody's trying to help you out and, and so on and so forth, and not listen to them. I'm saying that take it with a grain of salt, especially when it comes from other artists. That is solid advice. Shoot, Holy Ghost, you've been quiet as a ghost, homie. I'm quiet as a ghost. I've been peeping game. I well. talk too much. <laughs> I talk too much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> So wait, B Wave. What uh, what advice do you have to producers from New York to come to Miami? <laughs> start doing southern music <laughs> and pop. Yeah, and, and, pop, and pop. there are strip clubs that have four stories. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they have that in New York. Oh, they might. Who knows? Now they might. <laughs> now they might. In Atlanta, they do. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And all hip hop is coming out of Atlanta. They got strip clubs everywhere in Atlanta. That's a culture. Strip clubs in Atlanta is a culture culture. ATL got That's it crazy. going on, though. They're very unified, yeah. especially in the media and entertainment world. Isn't that crazy how in Miami it's almost like crabs in a bucket, right? But over there, it's unity. That yeah, movement but... started 
quite a few years ago, but we still haven't jumped on board. Although I, I, I do want to say closer. that Miami is breaking ground. We're getting closer. And well, we are making different strides now. What do you, what do you, give me an example of that crabs in a bucket theory. Meaning that you can be working with somebody or have a team of people and not everybody will be on the same page. Meaning that if one person is the crab getting out of the bucket, the other people are scared that they're going to leave them behind or they want to be them or whatever. So they try to crawl on top of the other crab, right? Push them down back into the bottom of the bucket. To to climb over them to get out of Mm -hmm. the bucket first. And then they both fall back into the bucket. So what ends up happening is nobody (laughs) thinks about, hey, hey, us four as a group, one person makes it, we're all coming together. Yeah. And we're all going to eat. We're all going to eat. You know, that's better than, 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 you know, what's a percent of nothing? You know, we don't want to stay there. At least one person goes and makes <laughs> make some money. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's sad. It's sad. I but think, I think I, there's always somebody that wants to be somebody here. You know, I think they, are you true. in love with the industry? Are you in love with what you do? Are you passionate? Are you meant for this? It is going to make you or break you. Are you following the trend or are you making your own legacy? I thought it's really falling. And let's be real. This industry is cutthroat. Super. Oh, yeah. Sure. Super cutthroat. But sure. I, I mean, I think if you keep it yourself, though. if you keep it real, and I'm not saying that keeping it real is always going to attract always the best because we are going to go through bullshit in life. But if you keep it real, it's going to somewhat lead you to people, the right people filtering you so you can see who you really are. You know what I'm and, saying? But that's a longer road because longer keeping road. it real. But it's going to be worth it in the long run. People you know? get mad at It'll keeping be worth it real. It Nobody wants to hear the truth. No. When right? keeping it real goes In the world, wrong. But pe- <laughs> keeping it real does go wrong. Yeah. That's <laughs> another podcast coming soon. <laughs> right. Hosted yeah. by Brandon with an A. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I got I stories. I got stories about that. I got Europeans coming to strip clubs. All you, all you real Blow people. up their brains. We're editing that out. What are you talking about? That doesn't exist. Everybody hearing this part right now, there was a part that was edited out, and that's not here anymore. But that's okay. There's a whole lot of editing we have to do. We're, we're going to keep that for for the next one. Oh, yeah. my God. That the is next awesome. One. A whole lot. This yes. is so crazy. You guys are, are the best. Any shout outs or any other words that either one of you would like to say before we wrap this up? I want to shout out the whole team and you guys for having us on here. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Word. I want like uh, to shout you guys out. God first, of course. I think without him, we'll never be us, t- us here together. And amen. I appreciate you Thanks. guys just welcoming us here. And of course, the fam. Yeah. I'm the B-Way for inviting me here. It's a blessing. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because every day is a new day. And, you know, you kind of grow in every in every uh, situation. You know? I'm, I'm glad you came through, man. Because if not, it would have been B-Wave singing. I mean, <laughs> B-Wave singing. <laughs> and we don't have any auto-tune. <laughs> I'm not loving you the way I wanted to. <laughs> that sounded pretty good, actually. I'm saying, yeah. yo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yo. I, I got the deep voice. When, when, we're recording, when we're recording, I mean, that's the best part. You know I mean? Yeah. I, I, we we bouncing ideas and he's oh and I'm like yeah, yeah I get what you're saying he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah it sounds horrible but he gets it but he gets it and, <laughs> I give him the idea and we like, take it and we yeah. take yeah oh okay we got it and we, we, we yeah, take yeah, it yeah, yeah. that's hilarious that's true I can give you the idea I just can't sing like so that's what I'm saying like at the end of the day we're talking about Jay Santana I know we're trying that's to wrap awesome. it up and here I go back right <laughs> um we go back to like Jay Santana's really good friend of mine artist I push a lot because he's extremely talented so it's like when you hear him sing, you're like, shit. It's beautiful. What he really hell? does sing very well. Bro, if I only had that, <laughs> if I had that voice, what would I do with that? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's the same way when I work with David Corey. 
another big pop star that I work with. He's not here from Miami. He's from Brazil. But uh, I do. I write a lot of his records. I have a new uh, record out with him actually called Attitude with uh, Benji from Earth Gang. Okay. Um, he's the bass player in Earth Gang, but he also raps. Uh, he's on the record. Uh, also, shoot, you guys, you guys got an exclusive right here. Also did with Chris Dean and DC The General. We re produced a song for David Corey. That has not came out yet with Jay Mills. Exclusive. Yeah, nobody knows that yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give they it to him now. now. We're not I'm editing gonna leave it out. here, and David and David is gonna call me on the phone and be like, "Yo, did you just tell everybody we have a record coming out?" And I'm like, "Yes, I did." And that's okay. Guys, where can we find it. you on social media? Where can we find your music? Let the people know. MiamiBeatWave.com at MiamiBeatWave. All the Twitters, Facebooks, Instagrams, all that stuff. The searching challenge is, is on the on TikTok. TikTok. Okay. Um, my TikTok game is weak, but go visit me on everything else. Everything's okay. Miami Beat Wave. It's okay. Remember, it's okay if you do it wrong. <laughs> holy <laughs> underscore ghost three hundred five. Holy underscore three hundred five. We'll be at Instagram. Right. You know. All right, cool. cool. Yeah. All right, bad, man. So, anything? Any? Any last words? Anti-last words. <laughs> Let's hope these are not the last words. Okay, guys, if I don't come out of this like live, I want it. It's at struck 305. Right? Mama. Mama. Oh, Mama, I'm here. No, no, no. Oh, thank you guys for having us. Yeah, no, it's a freaking blast. The last word to be thank you, honestly. Love no. and blessings oh, to you. Last word to be thank you. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. We're out of here. Cheers. We're out of here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay tuned for the next one. Peace. Peace.